Hey, Blue. All right, here we go. Oh, watch out now. This is um, season two, episode whatever, take two. Take two. Because we had to shut the blower off because Jimmy Fallon complains. I don't know what that was all about. The white noise. Yeah, that's great. White noise yeah, is he's amazing. He's got like good hearing and good audio and the white noise comes through. Well, that's why our... he shoots that suppressed load, right? It was like... It sounded like our big guns. I was just having that conversation today. Did you he ask shoots... him what he what can he uses? He used 338 Ultra, a Thunder Beast. Thunder Beast. Yep, he got a cert a couple years ago. Waited like two years for the thing to come through. And he runs this stupid large can on a 6PR. And it is. You know, it'd be interesting to get like to get his input. Um, <laughs> he says I'll never go back. I talked to him about it for like to, 20 minutes. To a break? Yeah. Even I, though it's long? Yep. It's 10 inches long. But, okay, so it, like he doesn't flinch, he doesn't blink, he doesn't... Is that nope, the, and he doesn't run a short barrel either. He runs like a 24, 26-inch barrel. Really? Yeah, it looked quite long. It's quite long. And he does very well. So he's running equivalent of a 34, 36-inch barrel and doing very well. Quietly. So that conversation actually came up in the PRS chat. Um, what was it, today or yesterday? At some point, I was in some training, and I was, like, oh. <laughs> scrolling through it yeah, about, I like, uh, I think, you know, Garrett and them were talking about a break. Oh, that was yesterday, speed. I think, okay. yeah. Yeah, they were, uh, the cost-benefit of running a suppressor, and then the, the biggest cost of a suppressor is length. And for me... Say you want to hit 2,800 feet per second with a 105 grain 6 millimeter. But you want to be quiet about it. So you want to run a suppressor. Okay. So you got to say an 8 inch, 9 inch suppressor. That's a big one. You chop your barrel down to 23 inches. 20 inches. But you still want to keep that speed. Well, the great thing about the American society and the gun world is... Make a bigger caliber. Or chamber, I should say. Not caliber. Same caliber, bigger chamber. So if you want to run 2,800 feet per second out of a 20-inch gun with a 6-inch, 8-inch can, run a 6 Creed. you got to run a little hot. And you get the speed, but you get the quiet, and you got the length, and everything could be right in the world. You don't have to deal with the concussion and the loudness. And once, I don't know. Some people fight. I think the people that fight it after they start shooting suppressed just fight it because they're they're in that mindset of, well, this has to be better because that's what people do. And I don't believe that to be the case. And we've had this conversation with ELR. You were talking with Steve Ream earlier. I think it was this year or late last year. Yeah, but it's a whole different type of, not argument, but like, topic of discussion versus ELR PRS with a can. Well, yes and no, but what I'm getting at is I think it's just a mindset of brakes work and I want to run a brake because I think that's brakes work. Whereas a suppressor can be made to work. Yes, it's it can be a minor inconvenience. Whereas in ELR, yeah, you have to look over an extra 10, 12, 14 inches of length. So now we have to worry about looking around it. I guess... Can I chime in and give, like, yeah. play devil's advocate? Because I am, I know nothing about this stuff, actually. Like, I'm I'm obviously still learning and stuff, but 
PRS, I would totally prefer to shoot suppressed in PRS. You'd give up that because four or six inches. I don't care about I don't care about the length. Mm-hmm. What I care about is have oh, like know. being able to like not flinch and maybe you know PRS. I guess I've never really I don't think I've ever shot with a break. Mm-hmm. I've always shot mm-hmm. suppressed. Oh no no! I shot Ken's production rifle for you the shot J-Tech a production rifle for um, But I, like I, you know, PRS the distances are short, and it's very important for me to not like blink or flinch or whatever. To keep your eyes open. And that's a beginner rookie thing. Like I'll I'll get over it. But if I like PRS, I would much rather shoot suppressed, so that I can eliminate <laughs> any any part of me blinking or flinching. That boom, whether it's in your face or in your mind, definitely takes that tenth of a tenth of a right. second. Right, and it's, and it's practice, it's experience. And I'm not quite there yet, although this last match, we'll get into it, like I just, I've, I'm starting to like be able to eliminate that piece. Right. But when, you know, ELR, you can blink... And you still have to wait five or whatever seconds for it to get there. So yeah, that's not for that me, part like, it. honestly, I prefer, I think, to shoot a break for ELR. Why are you looking at like that? A break for ELR? I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not used to the recoil. You haven't shot the new 375 weight class in ELR yet. Okay, but I'm just saying. We just increased weight. 25%. Okay, and you know, that's that. But based on my previous experience, like shooting the brake, the recoil management, like when I, you know, squeeze a trigger and yep. I'm I'm following through um Yeah, there's just not a lot of movement, but with with the suppressed it's a long shove. It's it is. It's it's just different and I think if I practiced with suppressed and stuff it would be natural but like what 90% of the shooting I've done in ELR is with a break. Right. You and know, so that I think for me that makes a difference if I practice with the suppressed and, and good lord be. suppressed shooting is amazing. Suppressed for, you know, is like best. it's it's crazy. <laughs> there is like zero like blast in your face like Ugh. Yeah, everything goes forward. I just had this kind con- So, Gene Novacek is big cutting-edge shooter. And he and I just enjoy talking about random stuff. And today we are talking about what it takes to shoot well. And it has to do with so much with managing the rifle. What do you More- mean, like getting it to fit you? We'll get it to fit you, driving the rifle, making it recoil straight, mm-hmm. making sure the target stays in the reticle as it's recoiling before yeah. the bullet leaves, like all those things, more so than chasing that quarter-inch group. I agree. And it's it's so funny you say that about the brake versus the suppressor because that is huge. Yes. you A brake is that short punch and it's i think it's in a mind's eye where you think that's better visually through the scope whereas that long shove of a suppressor that delayed recoil a stretched out energy pulse it just takes a 
different way of driving the rifle that once you get used to it, it can be just as good or better. Right, I agree. I just think it, it has to do with practice, and I've only shot that one match with the suppressed. Right, and at that and one match you were 37 pounds, I want to say, and now we're at 49 and a half. Like, you're right pushing weight limit. The gun's going to behave totally different. It's got a lot lower center of gravity, and it, the recoil pulse is going to be so much less. You've shot, what, 10, 15 rounds with it at 40 pounds? I don't even know. Or 50 pounds, I should say. The one time at the farm you shot a handful of rounds just to, like, mm-hmm. form some brass. And I took some video, and the recoil difference between before and after was amazing. <laughs> I just can't ever, ever imagine, have ever imagined myself saying that I prefer PRS, but I... I oh! What? What'd you say? I don't know. Blasphemy in my house. No, just... We don't prefer anything other than shooting. I don't know. No, you're preferring... <gasps> no, I just... Oh. I, I, you know, I was telling you this, like, shooting... <laughs> so, with our with our season and our schedule, we can shoot more PRS matches. We've, what, we've, we're qualifying to shoot the finale because we've shot, what, three matches. It only takes two. And, you know, we shot Kansas, what, once? Spear point once? Yeah, we did only shoot once. There's still seven slots open today. I got two I got two calls <laughs> today. There are, there are two slots open for the finale yet. I just... It did not sell out in 35 seconds like everything yeah, else. Yeah, so. I don't know. I just appreciate Garrett G. Yeah, you can call me out on this. I love the sport. No. <laughs> oh, I knew. Okay. He always I is knew, the one yeah. to call me. Oh, like, you oh, think I you hate it. PRS. You hate PRS, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. I kind of like it now because it's making me such a better shooter because you're... Oh, for sure. Like, you can shoot in janky positions and, you know, the timer goes off. It's it's not like you have five minutes or whatever. Oh, I don't my know. God. That like, you have a hundred minutes ELR to shoot five rounds. No, you have... 12 round mag or 10 round or 8 round you have 90, 90 seconds, seconds go and the thing goes off and you're like crap my bipod no this is me I don't do this anymore but someone corrected me on it so I dropped my bipod but like you know you make all the mistakes I don't know I just think I any okay and this is coming off of me shooting pretty well this last match if I shot like garbage I would have still have said the same thing yeah like losing doing shitty learning from your mistakes you're learning only makes you better. And this is also something G and I had talked about today. The things that he has learned along the way, he's he's older than he's probably old enough to be close to my dad. G? No. Gene. Oh. No but shit. <laughs> Garrett. No, G G. Garrett's like our age. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Sorry. And then you got me and and we had this discussion today about like the things we've learned and how we've come about doing what we do. And he's like, Oh, I've got guys I shoot with that like I've been reloading since I was five years old. My grandpa taught me back in the day, and by the time I was 12, I could load anything. And he's like, I haven't, I, I started loading at like 18, 20. And I'm very much the same thing. Like everything I've learned, what I said, what boils down to everything I've learned along the way has been, it has been at the expenditure of ammunition. 
I learned by doing. I learned by my mistakes. It's the learned... best way to learn. It is. How it's you an expensive, learn. shitty way to learn now. Like it's, but it's so how ex- you learn. It is. Like, pick your but sport. I would take a mentor to like shorten my learning curve, please. Like save me a couple of rounds. No, but are you still learning then? Yeah, I'm just learning by being taught more if than. If someone told doing... you, hey, don't do that, you'd be like, why not? And if they could explain to me why not, I would not do it. You might still try. I mean, me, I probably would try. That's what I'm but... saying. Like, you learn by doing no matter what. Yeah, but... That's how you, like, excel That's how I anything. learn. Not everybody. Some not, people are accepting saying, like, of learning by being taught. That's how you excel. It's by, like, testing the limits and saying, but why? Why not? Mm-hmm. I, okay, yeah. All right. But I still think a lot of people can shorten their learning curves by listening to people who've already done. No, I disagree. Already completely. made those mistakes. No. Really? I think I have a lot of conversations with people. But their of, mistakes are different than yours. But a lot of them are the same. But a lot are different. Oh, for sure. No, everybody doesn't follow the same but it's path. it's a tiny percent that makes you learn. If it was a larger percentage, more people would learn, right? I... I Sure, I follow larger percentage of what? I don't know. You just lost me. <laughs> you said larger percentage. I'm just all saying, I know is that if you're no time I, out. Yeah. You're a, you're one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. I'm dumb. No, I'm not, yeah, I'm not smart. You're the teacher, but like, maybe. But because I've learned by doing, and when people are like, "Oh, that's not how it goes," you gotta like test it. Yes, I don't like to accept people's, yeah, I did it this way and it doesn't work. And then if I so, think it does, then I call bullshit. Welcome but. to being married to Gino. What? I'll be like, no, that's not right. We need to do it this way. And he's like, no, that's not right. And then we'll do it that way. And I'll be like, I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> Which is why I'm a carny today. We've had this conversation today. Cash, or Buzz and I. Uh... When I actually Tom as well, when I first got out here, we did the vast majority of things that we do now differently, and it was because your uncle was accepting the fact that I saw whatever we were doing. I'm like, hey, can we try it this way? I think it's faster. We're like, yeah, we'll try it. If it's better, we'll do it that way. If it's not, we go back to the old way because that's the way we do things. And we changed all kinds of things. But we also do all kinds of things the way that was done in the past because that worked. The fact that he was open to change and open to, you know what, yeah, we'll send it the first time. And if it's garbage, well, now you know why we don't do it that way. And that's fine. So shooting is, I guess, the same way. Some people are going to accept the fact that we do things because we do it, because that's the way it's been done. And other people just have to test the system. And maybe they do or they don't find out something's better. I don't know. I know there's plenty of stuff that I did, like doing this carnival stuff. Like, yeah, that didn't work. So we go back to doing it the way it was done, because three generations before me had already figured out the best way to do that job. So, shooting's the same way. I mean, you can try and reinvent the wheel, and there's plenty of people that do, but there's probably 
a thousand people before you this tried bullshit and it didn't work. But you might crack through something that they didn't see. So what you working on? What am I working on now? Yeah, like, why are we on this topic? Well, we were talking about, like, learning through a class or not learning through a class, right? Like, cha- you know, change and stuff. So why are, why did Gene call you? Why, you know? Oh, that was, that was totally <laughs> random. He sent me some stupid TikTok that was quite funny. And then we started talking about uh, subsonic... 375s and then it was we let in typical my mind fashion like if I start on a topic like A through B we'll end up on Z before the conversation's over because it just jumps from topic connecting topic to topic if you work backwards it makes sense but if you work like if you start at the beginning and then check at the end it has nothing to do with why we started we started talking about subsonic cartridges and short barrels and we ended up talking about racism in america and getting pulled over <laughs> in traffic stops oh goodness i'm not even sure where we started here yeah so let's go back over some carney stuff Okay, I, I'm not... Because okay. we're still on the road. Yeah. We got a month left. So, last time we talked, it was talking about Karens and complaints. And? And then we went to uh, Sheboygan. Sheboygan was a spot that we booked in because we had an open spot in our calendar. And a friend had double booked because of the way the calendar was tossed for him. And it's a day and a half. And we set up almost everything. Left like three pieces down. Four pieces down. Because the lot's so small. Miscommunication with the size of the lot. But we had a blast that week. Yeah, it was a good week. Yeah. We, uh... um. After setup, my back was killing me, which it still is. I got tomorrow is my cortisone injection for a ruptured disc. But walking helps stretch out my spine, and we went for a walk. Took the puppy. Okay, we took Lindy. Lindy, Lindy. And Starbucks was on the corner, and I'm like, hey, we don't really ever have Starbucks. Do you want me to get, like, an iced coffee or something? And they're like, yeah, okay, I'll get my prescription filled. Cross street while you get Starbucks. So I had the dog, and she's panting because it was super humid out. And I walked up to the drive-thru window, and I was like, hey, can I order a coffee or something? And they're just like, oh, oh, they were so, like, flustered. She's like, I have to get the manager. I'm like, um, what? Like, what is happening right now? Basically, they cannot serve anybody through the drive-thru window who doesn't have a car. I was pissed. That used to be a thing pre-Rona. I was pissed. Like, okay, I have a car. It's not here, but I have a car. So don't tell me I have to have a car because I have a car. <sighs> yeah. And then I was like, can I bring my dog inside your restaurant or whatever? And they're like, no. And then I was, I, I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I do not want to support you guys anyways. I am a big fan of not supporting the comic cunts of... 
So Starbucks. I walked across the street to Walgreens where Gina was filling his prescription and they, you know, I, I went in, not with the dog, but got like water and I got a Red Bull. Screw I got her sugar free candies. Yeah. Screw you, Starbucks. Like, come on, get your shit together. You're not going to, you're, I used to go up to Starbucks with the rollerblades. Okay. Oh. No, I, I'm lying. Dating yourself. It it wasn't Starbucks. It was Hardee's. But anyways. <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what? It, like, 90s people, like, you used to be rollerblade everywhere. And you would, like, go up to the drive through window and drive over the little cord and be like, Hey, I'd like to order. Yeah. Or, or if they didn't even have that, you'd go up to the window and order on your rollerblades and get your stuff. So, the fact that I am, like, a citizen... Of the United States. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, here we go. Law abiding citizen. Opportunity feeding. I come up and, and okay, so then I was waiting outside of Walgreens and like, you should have asked for a water. If they didn't give you water, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. I should have, I don't know. I should have just walked in and been like, fight me. Fight me and my puppy. <laughs> Lindy was like, oh my God. Yeah. So, anyways, um, we went for a walk. We got Gino's prescription. And then, um, do we walk back then? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, we had walked back and dropped the Dropped the dog off because the puppy, because she was hot. And then we walked to a, there was like a really close (laughs) liquor store nearby. And I'm going to let you just take over here. So it wasn't even a liquor store. It was like a liquor store attached to a gas station. It's called the Liquor Depot in Sheboygan. And it was... Basically, a wa- like we hunt bourbon because I drink a lot of bourbon, but we decided that I need. Jamie decided that it was best for me to stretch my. I said, "Go for a walk," and we went for a walk. We walked to the liquor store, <laughs> which happened to be like half a mile away, up a hill, around the bend, across the river, literally. Oh my god. And we show up there, and um, they had... No, we walk in, and Gino's like, honey, we're going to need to get the truck. That did not... No, that was the way it started. I remember it that way. You were looking for a cart. He's like, oh, this could be fun. And I go, uh, I think we need a truck. <laughs> because I had found... I was going to cart the stuff back to the trailers. Yeah, because you only thought it was a couple bottles at that point. Okay. And then we found 18 little bottles and two big bottles. And I'm like, we're going to need Of what? Oh, of discontinued Jim Beam Rye Yellow Label. Only re-released couple years ago back in Wisconsin because Wisconsin people are crazy and discontinued again last year in Wisconsin and everywhere else so I haven't seen a new production bottle in over a year and we have scoured the state any liquor store in little any little town we find to buy up every little yellow label bottle they have and they had a bunch so which then triggered the bourbon idea 
of let's go to all the liquor stores in Sheboygan. <laughs> um, so prior prior to this, I think that day we went to what is it, Casual Joe's or something? It's some like wing shop, and we ordered a oh, drink. Oh yeah, was it? The, yeah, yeah. And Gino ordered his drinks. Whatever we sat down, I went to get another drink, and I'm like, "Oh my god, yellow label!" And the guy's like, "What's wrong with you? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I thought that tasted good." <laughs> so. That, I think that's what, like, triggered it. That was like, oh, my God, you have a yellow label. He's like, no, I don't have any more. He, lo- he went and looked. Um, so that, we're like, hey, that that rings a bell. Like, let's go search some liquor stores. Yeah. Yeah. So we found how many bottle, I would you say, small and big? Three. We don't even want it. Sh- we don't want to admit it. It's embarrassing. And, a lot. And the, it's a lot. And the absorbent amount of Yeah, we should be good milk. for a while. Um, a year's I think worth at least. Every every bottle of Jim Beam Yellow Label in Sheboygan is no longer. We might currently own every single bottle of Yellow Label in existence. Yeah, it's quite I, possible. I'm not sure. I'm <laughs> proud of that or no. I'm proud of it because it tastes yeah. delicious. Yes. But anyway, Sheboygan, that was like the, the, I, I was super pumped. I felt like it was Survivor or Big Brother or whatever. Oh, you got into it's it. It's like puzzle piece. You got to get the puzzle piece. It's, you got to go here. And I'm like, hey, you got more in the back, right? Like, it, it was just Yeah, we went a, to one spot and, and, and asked him, well, is this all you got? And he goes, well, uh, uh, why don't I'll you go check. check. Why, why don't you go check? And he goes, I got 10 bottles left. I go, big ones or little ones? He goes, big ones. I go, I'll take them all. And then it was like, nobody likes the yellow label. It's so ugly. He asked me if I was a collector. You want to get rid of it because it's ugly. It's like antique or something. Yeah. Ask me if I was a collector. I go, no, no. no. I drink that stuff. It's going to be gone. It's called alcoholism, buddy. I mean, there's that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that that was Sheboygan. But the other piece of Sheboygan, too, is Sheboygan has so much, like, diversity. It was a very diverse spot for us. Our most diverse spot ever, I would say. All walks of life, upper class, lower class, dark and light, and everything in between. Uh, it was eye-opening for our employees. This is the first spot, actually, that we got a product thrown back at us. Mm. Uh-huh. I will never forget this, because... It was, um, I had Colin, who would, you know, Buzz's friend, Krista, the lady who's been working with me forever, not forever, I don't know, I don't even know how long, but anyways, like, you know, it, it was Saturday, and it started, we started at 9am, which was so dumb, like, it's so early. Oh, sucks for carnies. So early, and then, I don't know, I feel like I told the story already. Not yet. Um... So we're very, very slow. It starts to pick up at what, 2 p.m.? Yeah, 1 or 2. And then we're like freaking slammed, all right? Like people are waiting in line for 30, 45 minutes, and we're, we're fast. We're not slow. Like we've got this down. And some lady and her friend get to the front of the line after waiting there for 45 minutes, and we're like, I need a lemonade, please. And Krista's like, okay, that will be $6 or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm just, she's chatting with her friend. And, like, she's waiting for her friend to pay for it. And Chris is like, that will be $6, please. Krista was completely appropriate. And then the girl, like, flipped out. 
because she's like, bitch, can't you wait? Like, it was crazy. I was not there for that, <laughs> so but I was... Krista... Called. Krista tried to reason with her, like, ma'am, you've been in line for 45 minutes. Please know what you want and have your money ready. Like, have it ready. Be courteous to the people behind you. Know, behind you. you. And she was not having it. She was, she threw a, like, a temper tantrum and ended up chucking her lemonade that she didn't pay for into the funnel cake stand. Krista caught it after fumbling a little bit. And I'm like, okay, it's okay. We're, it's okay. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Gino, I think I need you at the funnel cake. Like, be nice. Get off your phone. Be, like have your have your stuff ready if you're waiting in line for 45 minutes i would not do that i don't care how hungry i am oh my god how 45 minutes in line for food i'm no. killing somebody no um have your order ready number one number two have your money ready and even if you need change have your money out like be ready yeah it's not that hard it was it was it sucked i, I felt bad that's the biggest thing, and that's something I push with you guys is in the food wagons, is it's not you that's the hold up ninety five percent of the time. It's it's the people coming to the window. They'll come up there and they'll go, I'll need this. And you go, okay, here you go, it's seven dollars. Oh, and this. And then Okay. And then, yeah. and, and this is where Krista is now she laughs at but me. But the because, lady ordered one thing. Oh like, no, this incident is for sure. I don't know. But it's anymore, like, I help you out in a food wagon whenever I, I have a chance. And it's always, and then, and then, and then. And you've sat, you've literally sat in line for I don't know how long. Come to the front and go, I need this, and this, and this, and this. I'm not even opposed to, as a, as a person in the food wagon, like... If I can see someone fumbling that's in front of the line, like, they have no clue what they want, but I, I make eye contact with people behind them, and they're like, I need funnel cake with strawberry. I'm like, oh, I yeah. got you. I got you. Like, I am, the, like, we're that fast that we can, we can handle the people in line and the people behind them. I'm like, I just need a water. Like, okay, I'll do that while they're figuring out their crap. Like, like come on, you yeah, guys. Yeah, they can't even figure out what toppings they want on a funnel cake, for Christ's sake. And you're like, I just want a Mountain Dew, a lemonade. No, then and they order a freaking corn dog. Oh, yeah. At we the don't cake have stand. corn dogs. Like, you, you just guys. waited half an hour for something um, we don't even like, carry. I can get you a corn dog, but no. Just go to the corn dog stand, you guys. Like, come on. That's pretty fun. It's, I do enjoy that. It's frustrating. It's satisfying to me. <laughs> You waited half an hour in line for a corn dog, um, and the corn dog stand is fifty feet that way. It, it's the stand with the big corn dogs. We have inside. five foot corn dogs, and it's not printed. a language barrier thing. It's not like it oh, you can't a read. Picture. It's, I mean, yes, yeah. I do it. That's actually like satisfying to me. I can get you the funnel cake and the water, but the corn dog fries and cheese curds that are at the other stand, you're just gonna just have to walk right the over stand there. is twenty feet tall. Yeah. With the marquees up. Twenty feet. You guys like we can't we're not making this up. This is true life, okay? When we first started ordering these big fancy food stands, the company wanted to sell us LED signs. T V sign yeah. things. Nope. This is the greatest thing since sliced bread. You can have flashy signs in front of these employees or these patrons, and they'll 
they'll want to buy all the things. And it was a new guy who was involved with the company that we'd already dealt with. And I said, people don't read signs. They don't. And it was like I just stuck a needle in his balloon. It totally let the air out. He goes, what do you mean? I go, I mean, I have spots where people wait half hour, 45, even an hour in line for a food stand. They get to the front, they don't know what they want. They waited that long. They have in the foggiest idea. And sometimes they don't even know what's in the stand. Because they'll come to the end, the front of a funnel cake line, they waited for an hour for a funnel cake, and asked for a corn dog, or cheese curds, or cotton candy. Yeah, oh, sorry. Not here. Like Not today, seeing... You know, I would love to say, you know, I feel so bad for you. You waited so long. Just go to the front bad. of the line of this stand and we'll get your... No, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad so, for you anymore. That was Sheboygan. A lot of interesting things happened. I had a first ever in Sheboygan. Which one? Uh, my first ever full weekend without a customer complaint. On the rides. Yeah, especially coming after Karen Week. Oh my god, coming after Karen Week. It, it made you like question the business. Like, what is happening? You see the same place, same thing, everything. Yeah, Sheboygan was a good week. Like, the only complaint was I was like, I need security at the funnel cake. Cause some yeah, that was a food problem. Like, I don't was, I don't count that. That's a food problem. It was different. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Sheboygan was a good week. And um, we had, like, predicted storms on Saturday night we were going to tear down. We, we waited till Sunday. Everything worked out. It was really, really well. It was about as good as we could have hoped. So, Sheboygan went well. It was busy. It was different. It's not a spot that we have been going to for 60 plus years. Um, but then we go to Kiel, which is a very short jump. Um, and Kiel went really well as well. So, like, I have no really updates or complaints because... Awesome part about yeah, Kiel. We've been going to Kiel since 1935. It was a good week. And it went once again... Smooth as it should sailing. go, as it should go, like people just are happy, appreciative they're having a good time. We are accommodating the best we can, and we had a great time and made a lot of family. So that is one of the spots where a lot, a lot of families. It used to be the Keels. It was a fireman's picnic, mm-hmm. and it turned to a community picnic because mm-hmm. the firemen dropped it. And I'm not sure if it's because they went from volunteer to full time or whatever it was, but. We've been a staple in that community since 1935, which, I mean, that's a long time. Oh, and that stupid cherry tree. The cherry tree's funny. Oh, my God. So there's been two spots in my the history of this business that's had a cherry tree. Two? Really? Oh, yeah, wait, so this is news Pl- to me. Yeah, Plover. I've never been to Plover. Plover? I mean, this spot. Okay, it was, um, I'm going to... We're in the pine trees. I'm going to start coughing here shortly because I have allergies. <clears throat> so, excuse me. Um, it's Keel. Their cherry tree is little wads of paper wrapped in... Tissue paper with the number Red inside. tissue paper, and then it's tied like a little tiny cherry. I feel sorry for whoever ties them little things. It's, no, I I think they give, like, they appreciate it because they're bringing money to their church and stuff. It's a church. Oh, my God. It's with a the church thousand group. of cherries that they make. Oh, my God. It's a lot. So they actually take, like, a little tree, a large tree branch, and then, like, tie all these little mini cherries to it. And they have, like, a cherry tree for every day. 
But we used to play Plover, and that used to be a really big spot for us, and it was run by JCs. Um, and when you're driving from Watoma to Point, um, if you look on the left, there's like a, a lake yep. with a little island in the middle. On the west side of the road. Yep, that we used to set up in that park, um, and that used to be huge for us. And they had a cherry tree where they had like little butterscotch and cherry candies. Nice. Yeah, so it, it's the same concept, but cherry tree has been you know huge and all of our employees look forward to it every year and it's i don't want to say it's stupid prizes but it's like kitchen products it's um you know stuff you'd find at like the dollar tree yeah but it's still so exciting when you win stuff so our employees are like hey i need money for this and that and this and that but then they're out there this is the one week they're out there like an hour or two before we open playing a fucking cherry tree. Like, oh my God, you can't make it to work on time most of the time. But you're playing the cherry tree two hours early. Yes. And you're spending all of your money on the cherry tree to win hot pads that you can't use and spoons and things. So I don't know. Spoons, it's spatulas, and a school supplies. School, school supplies. School supplies. And you're on school. So cash. <clears throat> One, triple the amount of school supplies he would ever need. <laughs> ever. Ever. So we have all school supplies. Yeah, it's great. So, hey, that was Keel. Keel was good. I'm um, sorry, I have to cough. We're talking cough. two weeks in a row. <coughs> two weeks in a row I didn't have a customer complaint. Yeah. Keel. Actually, First three weeks ever. we didn't have any complaints one time either. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're right. We're on a roll, yeah. So, Keel happened, and then Hometown Fair. We've, um, you know, I think last year this time we did an episode on Hometown Fair, and, like, we won't reiterate all those points, but um, Hometown Fair is tough for us. Not for me. I did not have to go... <laughs> I did not have to go back to teaching during Hometown Fair, but I had to go back after. Um, but it's still tough. But something happened... Um, we, we had, you know, we have a new baby. We got a new baby. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, my throat. Um, we. Little boy Blue. We got a little boy, French Bulldog. His little name is Blue. And yeah, we, we weren't ever going to get any more puppies, but here <laughs> we are. We got poop all over the trailer. He has a little, it's not like a parasite. It's an, um. What is it? It's some bug in his intestines. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not a parasite. It's like a... <clears throat> is it bacterial? No, it's a protozoan. What the fuck is that? It's like a single cell... Amoeba? Amoeba type thing that does photosynthesis, whatever. He has photosynthesis? <clears throat> He's not me. even a plant. <clears throat> no, but it's like a single cell thing that okay. gives him diarrhea so basically he's had diarrhea so we have to give all the medications and it's been a treat potty training him it's starting to get more solid now but he's possessed his color is blue his eyes are blue we named him blue and everybody's like the boy's like why would you name him? he's not even blue like okay i'm not going to discuss this with you because you're too small I have little boy Blue, who is eight pounds. He's gonna pull his horn. Savagery. He's savage. Yes. 
All right, so that took us to Washer County Fair. Through Hometown um, Fair. And again, like, I'm, I'm happy that there's not a lot to talk about because it was very low-key. Everything went fairly well. Um, then we had our off week, and I went back to work. And at the end of that week, I shot a ma- we shot a match. I spent the entire week trying to get us up to speed for PRS shooting. With a back issue. That yeah, that's not important, but yes, with the back issue. So we got Jamie running solid numbers with speeds. She was disappointed with five point eight SD. Trash. Yes, it could be better, but close enough is good enough for PRS. Well, I was like, that's that's horrible. Oh my god, what is wrong with that? She's running a five point eight. I'm running eight point five. You're fine. I feel like it should be less. It should be. You should spend more time in the gun room. Doing what? Sweeping the floors? Shrinking your SDs. Okay. We don't have time for that shit. Ah, exactly. So, solid load. Shoot small groups. Send it. See, we barely made it, and so we're packing the bags, and we're like, okay, oh, we don't... Weather check. Zero percent chance of rain, so no, we don't need the backpack raincoat. We don't need the rifle raincoat. We don't need our raincoat. We don't need anything. Everything's great. Great day. Yep. Mm, Got a new shooter with us, Brandon. Who's never shot PRS. Never shot one of these matches. (coughs) Everything's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be a great day. 80, 85 degrees, gentle breeze, partly sunny. This is going to be an amazing Saturday to have a good old and time. And we started, there's 10 stages. We started at 10, and then we went to 1, 2, 3, 4, etc. We made it to, what, 5? Five? 5 or 6. 5 or 6. The rain started. Out of nowhere, you guys, come on. We got poured on. Yeah, we uh, we didn't check the radar until we saw the gray clouds. And by then it was too late. The whole match ended up getting canceled. My scope was covered in water spots. There was water running out of my suppressor. It was... It was ugly. Yeah. Well, we made the most of the day. I we, gotta go uh-oh. cough. My throat is... We don't have a cough button like a DJ. No. So, we salvaged the day. Um, two couples that we hang out with. The Boomers. <laughs> Boomer's Firearms. And then um, Corey and Nicole, we went out and supper club slash bar hopped with them because it was raining and crappy and we were wet. We bought all kinds of t-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff. And we had a great time afterwards. Uh, I felt bad that we didn't get to hang out with Ken and Missy afterwards, and Brandon got his first match cut short. But, you know, sometimes that's the way it happens. He got to spend a little more time with the kids. Scott? Who? Did you say Scott? Brandon. Oh, I said Scott. Yeah, he, he got to go home and spend a little more time with his kids. That was unanticipated. And we all went out and had munchies and cocktails and funny. reminisced. and. Yeah, I what? was trying to give him pointers, and I suck. Why is that funny? It's not funny, but it was just, like, ironic. Like, hey, man, 
No. You should think, it, like, do this. I don't think it's funny at all. Like, somebody like, who... I suck. <laughs> I know how to do it doesn't mean I can do it. Okay. But I was like, hey, would, it, would I give him a pointer on... I don't, oh, you were loaning bag. You were loaning bags oh, and yeah. gear. He was standing on his bag trying to make it more like pliable. And I'm like, hey, use my bag. Grab it like this. Do this. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, God, why am I giving pointers to people? I'm horrible. Because <laughs> you know how to do it. I don't know. I feel like I do, but I just can't do it. I don't know. But he's like, oh, thanks, man. And I'm thinking like, oh, why are you listening to me? But that's what PRS is about is trying things and... Oh, God, yeah. So it's like, that's our community. Sharing gear and knowledge is huge. Thank God he's a new, like, a new person-ish. Because if, like, someone experienced, would be like, oh, geez, what is she telling me that for? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, okay, thank you. I know what you mean, but... Like, I should not be giving advice to anybody. (sighs) I I, I I don't necessarily agree. Like, I I, I, I understand what you're saying. Here I am. But... But I've done that from day one. I'm like, hey, you should put your right leg up, your right like, knee up, so you right. can... Right. You know like, what to do. It doesn't mean you're doing it. Or, yeah, because <laughs> a stupid timer goes off, and I don't know anything. I yeah. know what to do. Yeah. Once Whatever. it goes beep, your IQ gets cut targets down. are just, like... Small. And, so small and dumb, and they just move crazy. No, it's the reticle moving crazy. No, it's the stupid targets. <laughs> Someone's got them out there moving on a mover. Oh, on the mover. Yeah, that, I mean, the movers are different, but, like, the rest Never. of them, I don't know. We just kind of sling lead in the general direction of steel. I'm a professional now. Oh. I sling lead in the general direction of steel. We just send it. Have a good time. But when the rain started and the lightning kept going... Your back hurt though. You were just like, "I'm game. Nope, I'm I'm done. I'm great. I'm yeah, done." Yeah, I was. I'm, I mean, that was like, a I'll, and then like Nicole, nope, I'm good. I'm I'm done. So we had two thirds <laughs> of the squad there, and I'm like, "All yeah. right, who wants to keep going?" But and who wants to leave? The the other piece too. Um, we work outside. All the time, yeah. we are rained on. We are, you know, we're in the blazing sun. All the stuff. Like, we're there to, we're, this is like an, like, not really off, but it, it's like a downtime for us. It's a recreation time. I do not want to be in the rain, moving around with wet clothes, doing all the things. Well, if it no had been 100 you. degrees, you would have been the same way. You'd be like, yeah, I'm ready to go. This is bullshit. Would it, I don't know. Would I have, though? I think you would have. It's too hot to be enjoyable. We want to... Our off time. I would have been more prepared if it was hot versus rain. Oh, we would have we been. didn't prepare for rain. But had I been prepared for rain, it would maybe would have been different. But it's like you're unprepared. Your clothes are soaked for whatever. Yeah, but we would have set up. reason, I had a whole change of clothes. And it, I don't know. I usually do, but we brought the creeper instead of my truck. Yeah, but like we just weren't prepared. Which is very unlike us. But we, uh. We, we had fun. We had absolutely. Fun. Had Jamie fun. was on her, she was on fire, like shooting her best match ever, like seven, eights, and nines and stuff. Like she had one rough stage at the beginning and then just started fucking slaying it. I don't know what happened. You started hitting stuff. You know what? Actually, I can tell you what happened. I went in with a positive attitude. Yeah. I think like my mindset going in previously 
I was like, oh, well, this is going to be a shit show. Here we go. All right. Like, you go in, if you go in with a negative mindset of, like, ugh, I don't know. I think it makes a difference. Oh, I can but see that. But this match, I went in, like, I know what to do. I, you know, I'm not going to get in my head. I haven't, I'm, like, completely out of practice. I don't know what I, you know, like, I, I went in with my stress level of summer is super high. Like, this is nothing. I can do this. No. PRSN's easy. Yeah. Yeah, no, compared I to what mean, we do for a living, PRSN's and easy. And I, I think that was part of it was, like, summer is crazy. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm, like, a 9, 10 a lot. Yeah. And it made You're pretty PR- high strung. I am. And it made PRSing, like, a 4 or 5. So I went in. I was able to, like, relax a little bit and just really focus on the fundamentals and not, like, get inside my head. Yeah. And that's the nice thing about us not running the match. Thank God somebody else does. Thank you, Ken and Missy. Oliver. Wait. What? That's Oliver. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you said holler. Oliver. <laughs> holler. That, that's their stress. That's yeah. their that's their thing. Like, that's what they have to concern themselves with, which all of us shooting don't necessarily have Well, it's have like to. us opening up a, a, an event. Yep. You know, for the weekend, our stress level is so high of... I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Oh my god, you have a thousand thoughts in your head, but like going into the match, I, I actually felt really nervous in the beginning for whatever reason in my mind. I'm like... You were like shaking on a rooftop. I literally was. You was. But I'm like, why am I, like, why am I doing this? Why is my body doing this? Like, I'm not even nervous. Like, I don't care how I do. I, I am here to like compete with myself. And then once you settle in and knock the cobwebs off, yeah, and then I was you got on the bus and just start out of four. 200% <laughs> higher than your last Because I got... Match. Yeah, because I didn't shoot anything in the window. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it really makes a difference going to a match with um, your, your mindset, I guess, of, oh, I got to do better than I did before. Um, or I'm going to suck. Or, oh, here we go again. You know what I mean? Like, you got to go in with a, a positive mindset of... I'm going to nail it. Yeah, or, like, I guess my mindset, I don't know, a lot of people would consider it a waste of money for PRS stuff. Like, when I come into a PRS match, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to try to hit everything, but if I don't, meh, Waste of money, that's a negative mindset. Exactly. You're going thinking, like, I can afford to load these rounds. I'm going to try to make every round count. Like, I'm not going to waste it. You know what I mean? Like, right. at least for me, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to try to, you know, make every shot count and go for it. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just want to go rifle, go bang. <laughs> I send so many rounds that are like, eh, it's close enough. Like, <laughs> it is a giant waste of money, a lot of the lead that I send towards targets. <laughs> it makes me feel good. I'm happy when it goes. Okay. I'm happy when stick goes boom. You can hear my nervous laugh. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. No, your your wait. thought process and mine are not the same. Wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I found this oh, on the web. What? 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 Oh, oh my god. Siri's listening Jesus. to us. Explain. She's the oh, devil. Wait, wait. It says internet speeds explained how to pick your speed. That's what's... Wrong kind of speed. Okay. 
My speed is carny speed. Now it's measuring my heart rate. Jesus. We send it fast as fuck, boy. I can tell you. I'm 73 beats per minute. That's super high for me. My heart's racing. I'm nervous. Oh, you're excited. Talk about PRSing. No, I think I'm nervous. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways, it was a great match. I'm so bummed it got rained out, but... The carny gods, the shooting gods, whatever. Yeah, former stages have been fun. Not to be, but hey, we're still eligible to shoot the finale, so I'm pumped about that. That will be, what, September 10th-ish? October 8th. Oh, I meant, I meant no, it's, a, it's a, yeah, October, sorry. Are we okay. shooting the finale at Columbus? I am. <gasps> really? I am. Oh, boy. I don't know what you're doing. Here we you go. You doing cranberries. I am cranberrying. Not on the weekends. Shit. Halloween. Yeah, I, I, I cram. Meet you there. Dang it! You're you're finaleing without me. I'll get your loads hot, and ready. Or you can just go with because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that we'll shoot that. So it's up to you. Really, you're yeah. gonna guilt trip me into that? I'm not guilt tripping anybody, but I mean it's up to you. Tell Brian that we gotta harvest them berries fast. We'll go fast as fuck, and then it won't be a problem. We actually might. But, hey. I'll have to have it ready before we start cranberrying. It's been a great month that it's been since we talked to you guys. So, um, plan on seeing one or more of us at the finale. Yep. I'm excited. Be shooting MOA. All the way. Don't be stealing my wind calls. Actually, steal my wind calls if you want (laughs) to. Yeah, if you want a three, (laughs) it might not work out for you. Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and shout out to our friends that have had babies recently. Oh, yeah. Wait, we got all kinds of shout outs here quick. Okay, go. We got baby Tanner. Yes, Fergus. Fergus. We got baby Teddy. Van Heron. Teddy. Okay. And then we have Mike from Vortex 1. King of point two eight mile. Yay! That's super awesome. He's shooting a Bergara in lead. Blah. Bergara. But that he won. Sexy. Bergara. Yeah. Got one. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm saving up for production rifle. Maybe I'll get one. Hey, that's actually sure. like tomorrow. What? Night. No, it's not. I set an alarm. Tomorrow night. Today's the thirtieth. It's September. I thought. September first. Shit. Yeah, it's like tomorrow night. We're going to post this after Jamie gets a production rifle so nobody jumps ahead of us. Shh. Just just right in here. (laughs) We're going to see if Jamie gets a PPR from GA Precision. We'll see what the shooting gods say. We're not shooting six Creed. That's what the shooting gods say. The shooting gods will make the decision. and Actually, it's one god, but I just call him shooting god and carny god. It's fine. It's fine. Just fine. So, meanwhile, we got two little babies sleeping on the bed. Two little babies sleeping on the bed. One jumped off and bumped his head. And pooped on the floor. Oh, all the time. All right, guys. Cheers. We'll update you next with production rifle and plans and any complaints of that happens in Rochelle. Oh, my God. And the end of our season is wild. Yeah crazy so all right update you guys soon love you